You're listening to Gospel Light Radio Broadcast. It's your time to shine. Today on Gospel Light, Pastor Lenita Reeves shares wisdom from God's Word, a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway to purpose. Be sure to stay tuned for the entire broadcast so we can tell you how to get the message in its entirety. But for now, to introduce today's powerful message and time of prayer, here's our host, Pastor Lenita. Well, welcome back to Gospel Light. I'm glad that you're back with us this week. This week is as equally challenging as it is exciting. It is a strong word this week and one that has um, brought me back to a place of evaluation and introspection. Uh, there are some questions that we have to answer this week. And one of them is, do you believe in the second coming of Christ? Now, most people who say I'm a Christian, yeah, I believe Christ is coming back. But those that say they believe, most who believe don't live like they believe. And so we're going to talk about that this week. And we want to evaluate some questions. Do we believe in the second coming of Christ? Are we ready for his return? And will we reign with him? Or will we scarcely uh, make it in to eternity with no rewards and so all of these things are things that we are going to evaluate on the broadcast today you know the bible makes it very clear that there are something called eternal rewards and that each of us will stand before the judgment seat of christ now if we are born again and believers we're not standing before him uh, for a judgment of whether we'll go to hell or not we are standing before him for a judgment based on works and fulfillment of purpose in the earth. And so each and every one of us needs to understand what the scripture is talking about when it talks about his second coming and the fact that uh, we will stand before him and give an account for the works that we worked here on the earth. And so I want you to stay tuned. Don't turn the dial. We're getting ready to go into the word. And uh, after we go into the word, of course, uh, we want you to stay tuned because we have a very special gift for every listener this week. Uh, let's go into the word. We're talking about the signs of his coming. The signs of his coming. Word of God says that even the very elect might be deceived. So it behooves us all to understand what the signs of his coming are and what his coming is going to be like. Let's go into the word and don't remember, stay tuned. After the word, we'll be back. They are apparent. The signs of his coming are apparent. Now, what should that do for us? We read verses 24 through 36. And the Bible told us clearly that when Jesus comes, when he comes, there will be lightning. It will be evident. There will be trumpets. There will be angels. There will be signs in heavens and in the clouds. And so the Bible is telling us that we need to know the signs of his coming, recognize them so that when people try to deceive us and tell us that Jesus has come back, he's in the desert, he's in the secret chambers, we will have enough information, understanding and revelation to understand that they are lying to us. Are you with me? Are you with me? And so we have to understand the background, the context, and the signs of Jesus coming. Because what he was telling us is that I need you to wake up, and I need you to be alert, and I need you to be looking for me to come back. 
Why? Because he told the disciples, I will not leave not one stone unturned in this temple. It means that Jesus is coming to destroy an entire religious system that failed the people. How many of you are tired of putting your trust in the government, putting your trust in a and a president who says he's born again, but maybe sometimes doesn't act like it. How many of us are tired of putting our trust in systems that don't work? Some people believe that after they worked for years in this country, that the government would at least give them a little bit of retirement, retirement money. How many of you know that that is not? Okay. So then what are we putting our hope in what are we putting our hope in and I don't want you to just answer me quickly what do you really trust in what do you really hope for do you live with a hope of his return Jehovah is right do you live, do you wake up every day knowing that Jesus may come back? What do we hope for? What do we put our hope in? Amen? I want you to understand three things this morning. I want you to understand first that the signs of his coming are evident. Number two, I want you to understand that because the signs of his coming are evident, you and I have a requirement to be watchful and to be in expectation of his coming and to live like we expect him to return. Look at Matthew chapter 24. Let's go down to verse number, th number 37. Verse number 37. I said the sign number one, the signs of his coming are evident. They are evident. They are transparent. They are not a secret. The signs of his coming are evident. Number two, you and I need to live with watchfulness, anticipating his return. Matthew 24, verse number 37. It reads, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came. How can one man have information and revelation about what's going to happen into an entire earth, an entire world, an entire population of people? One man, Noah, and those in his family that he shared it with had revelation alone that the flood was coming. Is it possible that you and I are living our lives without proper revelation, without proper perspective? Is it possible that God is yet coming back soon than we think and we are not perceiving it we are not understanding it and we don't have revelation of it is it possible Noah one man and his family entered the ark God spoke to Noah why couldn't he speak to anybody else why not why couldn't he speak to anybody else is it possible that they were too busy drinking, marrying, giving in marriage, being married, saying it's okay, I'm okay, you're okay, don't worry, be happy, it's alright, God knows my heart, it's okay, God knows my heart. We rationalize our sin 
And God is saying that there will come a day where you're going to have to stand before him and you can't tell him, well, you know my heart, God. Hallelujah. Verse 40. None knew that the flood came. Verse 40. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore. Look at somebody say watch. Look at somebody say watch. Now Jesus, I need you to understand something. Jesus was speaking to them in a language they could understand. They understood what the meal meant. You and I don't go to the meal. You understand? You and I don't go to the meal, but he was speaking to them in a language that they could understand. So let me say it in today's language. Two of you will be in the line at Starbucks. One of you will be waiting for your soy latte. The other will be waiting for their green tea. And one will be taken. Are you hearing me? Two of you will be at AMC theaters watching a movie. One of you will be taken. The other of you will be looking at the screen, not knowing what happened, eating your popcorn, and you'll glance over and say, oh, what happened to sister so-and-so? Can I take it a little further? Two of you will be sitting in church. Watch therefore, verse 42, watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, Jesus said, hey, I want you to know something. Listen, I know I've been talking, but know this. Look at somebody say, know this. Know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Is it, I have another question for you. Is it possible that some of the issues that we are facing is because we are not watching? Is it possible? Is it possible? Is it possible? I have another question for you. Will you be watching when the Lord returns? Now, that word watching has several connotations. We watch with our physical eyes. Amen? I'm watching. I saw our sister just sit down. She had to take care of the baby. I'm watching. Amen? With my physical eyes. If I sit here and I look at our sister and I watch our sister, does that necessarily mean that I will be able to anticipate or have perception of the fact that the Lord walked through the door into the sanctuary? No. So the watching that he is talking about is not a physical watching. Are you with me? The watching that he is talking about is a lifestyle in the spirit. The Bible says, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the what? The flesh. When we walk in the spirit, how do you walk? You put one foot in front of the other. Which means to say that when we walk in the spirit, we are led and guided by the spirit step 
by step. It means that we wait for his instruction. You can't walk in the spirit and be led by the spirit and override his instruction. And that is essentially what happens when we sin. We override the Holy Ghost check on the inside of us that says, don't do that. You know you shouldn't do that. You ain't supposed to be up in here. You ain't supposed to be with him. You ain't supposed to be with her. Verse 44. Therefore be ye also ready. For in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season? Verse 46. Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily truthfully of a surety I say unto you verse 47 that he shall make him ruler over all his goods you're listening to gospel light radio broadcast with pastor Lenita Reese this is a word that gives us all something to think about uh, the scripture is very clear that what we are doing when the Lord returns how we are living now um, as we approach his return will determine how we spend the rest of eternity. So what you are doing, what I am doing uh, day by day, how we live day by day will determine how we live in the rest of eternity. So the temporary time that we have in this life will determine how we spend eternity. And it's a weighty matter. It's something that we all have to consider. You know, whether we are going to rule over his goods uh, is a question of what we do uh, with what he has assigned us to do here on the earth before he comes. So there is something called ruling, rulership uh, with Christ uh, in his re- after his return and after he establishes uh, the, 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 the second heaven and, and the second earth. There is something called ruling with Christ Uh, when he establishes his kingdom here on earth. And so we all have to consider, are we doing what we are called to do? We don't get heavenly rewards for something that God has not called us to do. And so it behooves us each, it's incumbent upon each of us to discover what our assignment in the earth is. It is a process of discovery, but uh, it is so important that we all have a desire and seek it out and begin to walk in it because that is what we will get rewards for and that is what uh, he will determine, uh, use to determine whether we rule and reign with him. Uh, And we want you to stay tuned because we want you to know that uh, at the conclusion of the broadcast, we're gonna give you information uh, on a very special gift that we have for you. You're listening to Gospel Light Radio Broadcast with Pastor Lenita Rees. And now a word from our sponsors. This broadcast is made possible by the support of our faithful sponsors. Special thanks go to Pastor Emma Davis of Anointed Rock Church in Arlington, Texas. Special thanks to Elder Doris Williams and Elder Fran Flowers 
from the Potter's House Church in Dallas, Texas. Special thanks to Lorraine Barnes of LRB Business Centers. Special thanks to Sarah Sarah Cosmetics and Monet Lore, CEO, for totally fragrance-free cosmetics, skincare, beautiful jewelry, handbags, and accessories. For the total you, visit sarahsarahcosmetics.com. That's S-A-R-A-S-A-R-A cosmetics.com. Be sure to check them out. Special thanks to Transformations Beauty Salon and Linda Scott. Be sure to visit Transformations Beauty Salon in Baltimore, Maryland. You can check them out on social media as well. Again, this broadcast is made possible only by the faithful support of our sponsors. If you would like to sow into the Gospel Light Radio broadcast, please visit us online at PurposeHouse.net. That's PurposeHouse.net. We look forward to your support so that we can keep proclaiming the gospel and lifting up our listeners on the broadcast. You're listening to Gospel Light with Pastor Anita Reeves, and we're going back into the word that's already in progress. Now, what is the Lord talking about? Ruler over all his goods. We're saved. We're born again. We're going to heaven. What does ruling have to do with anything? The Bible tells us that there is, and I'm coming to my third point, there is something called the judgment seat of Christ. And that each of us will have to stand and give an account for what we have done in this earth. The Bible says there's something called a judgment seat of Christ. Turn with me to 1 John chapter number 3. 1 John chapter number 3. 1 John chapter number 3. I want us to read this before... We read about the judgment seat. First John chapter number three. First John chapter number three. I'm trying to get you to awaken in your faith and in your belief that Jesus is coming back one day. I'm trying to get us to awaken to the reality that we are not living here, that you are not living here just to get a nice house, get a nice car. You are not living here just so you can get married and have sex legally and not have any guilt that you are sinning. You are not here just to get a degree. You are not here just to get some letters behind your name. There is more to life than what you see with your eyes. Amen? Amen. First John chapter 3, beginning at verse number 1 from the Amplifier. Please give me the Amplifier. See what an incredible quantity of love the Father has given, shown, bestowed upon us, that we should be permitted to be named and called and counted the children of God. And so we are. The reason that the world does not know, recognize, acknowledge us is that it does not know, recognize, or acknowledge him. Beloved, we are even here and now God's children. It is not yet disclosed, made clear what we shall be here after. But we know that when he comes, when Jesus comes back, that is, and is manifested, we shall as God's children resemble and be like him. Hallelujah. For we shall see him just as he really is. Now listen to verse number three very closely. And everyone who has this hope resting on him cleanses, purifies himself. The hope of his coming ought to cause you to want to live a pure and a clean life. 
If you really believe in your heart that Jesus is coming back one day and you're going to have to stand before him, it ought to cause you to want to live right in the earth. If you really believe that there is something called a judgment seat of Christ, it ought to cause you to want to walk circumspectly and walk according to the glory and the grace and the love that has been bestowed upon you. It is a privilege to be called a child of God. It is a privilege to be a representative of his. And if he has bestowed such love upon us that he will call us his own children, then we ought to walk as reflecting him. Don't you expect your children to represent you well? Even when our children go to school and the teacher calls us and says, well, I need to tell you that something happened today, so-and-so, and you're like, can't believe they're representing me like that. I can't, I can't even believe it. Parents, am I right? Am I right about it? How about God, who is our father? And we tell everybody on our job, yeah, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, yeah, I pray. And you curse like a sailor. Yeah, I'm a believer, you know, I pray, I'm believing God, you know, I'm holding on to his unchanging hand, I'm waiting for my change to come. And you have an affair with the man on the job. We have to represent him well. Are you hearing me? We must represent him well. And we can do it to the extent that we will be led by his spirit. But the problem is sometimes you and I don't want to be led. We don't want nobody to tell us nothing. We have a bad attitude. We feel like we know everything. Who are you to tell me? You're young enough to be my daughter. Who are you? That's the attitudes that we have. Who are you to tell me anything? You're from Africa. Y'all swing on trees. Who are you to tell me anything? That's the nasty attitude that we have. And we carry it and bring it into church. Yet we say we are believers. We are jumping all over the place when it's time for praise and worship. But let somebody tell you, um, sis, can you please move over? We have somebody. Oh, Jesus. Oh. We say we love him, but we don't live like we believe he's coming back. He who has this hope resting on him cleanses, purifies himself. It doesn't say he who has this hope asks the Lord to cleanse him and purify him. It said he who has this hope cleanses and purifies himself. Hello? Are we still in church? There's a difference. Are you with me? It doesn't say he who has this hope, the hope of the Lord's coming and return. Ask the Lord, Lord, you know, clear, cleanse me, Lord. You know my heart. It says he purifies himself. It means you are intentional about living a holy lifestyle. That doesn't mean you won't have any issues. We all got issues. What it means is that you will not excuse your issues and try to rationalize your issues and then get an attitude when somebody tells you you need to change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So my point, those who have this hope, Purify themselves. Lastly, 
There is something, last point, and I'm closing. There is something called a judgment seat of Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6 through 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6 through 11. You are a child of God. If you've named the name of Christ, confess him as Lord. You are a child of God. But we, as children of God, have a responsibility to represent him and to understand that he is coming back. It's like when you leave your child in the house and you tell your child, look, I got to go take care of this, or I got to go work, or I got to do something. And I want you to do X, Y, and Z. I want the kitchen clean. Please vacuum. I want it done by the time I get back. And they in the house. And they turn the TV on, and they doing their thing. And then you come home, and you hear when you turn the door, them rushing, trying to, you hear all the dishes going. You hear them rushing, trying to get things done. That's how we live our walk in Jesus. He said, I am leaving you in charge of this earth. I want you to take dominion. I want you to enforce. I want you to walk in purpose. I want you to walk the works that I predestined you to work. And we in the house with the TV. Okay, Jesus. Okay. And then here comes Jesus in the clouds coming. And we running. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. You got any oil in your lamp? I need some oil. I ain't got no oil in my lamp. You've been listening to Gospel Light Radio Broadcast with Pastor Lanita Reeves, where we are shining the light of the gospel. It's your time to shine. We would be remiss if we did not take time to remind everyone listening that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. You know what? God has a plan for our lives, but sin separates us from that plan. We go about living our lives, doing our own thing, going our own way, trying to make things happen in our own strength. But God said, come unto me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The good news is that Jesus died for your sins. And though our sins separate us from God, Jesus died to take away the penalty of those sins, which is death. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. And if we would respond to the leading of the Holy Ghost to repent of trying to do things our own way, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and confess that belief with our mouths, we would be born again and saved from the penalty of sin. If you want to do that, you're listening and you want to do that, I want you to just say a prayer from your heart to that effect and let us know that you did it. Let us know by calling in. If you're calling in, call 410-761-1592. That's 410-761-1592. Let us know by emailing us at pastorlanita.com at gmail.com that's pastor p-a-s-t-o-r-l-e-n-i-t-a at gmail.com let us know that you did that amen we want to shine the light of the gospel and we want to bring you to that light so you can also shine you've been listening to gospel light radio broadcast with pastor lanita reeves now we want you to know that you can get the message in its entirety by visiting us at facebook.com slash pastor Lenita Reeves, facebook.com slash Pastor Lenita Reeves, L-E-N-I-T-A-R-E-E-V-E-S. If you want to get the message in its entirety, just simply go to our Facebook page and it will uh, give you a link under the shop tab where you can do that. Also, we want everybody to know that 
we believe in the power of prayer and we have midnight prayer every Sunday night and every Monday night on our prayer line. Again, you can get the information on our Facebook page. Please join us for Midnight Prayer. If you're looking for a tribe of people that believe in the power of prayer, you want to join our Midnight Prayer tribe. And again, the information is on our Facebook page. Also, please be reminded that the only reason that this broadcast uh, can continue is through the support of the listening audience and sponsors uh, like you. If you want to partner with us, uh, please, you can also go to the Facebook page and uh, you can get the information on our Facebook page under the About tab about how to do that. We need your support. Uh, we can't keep coming in every week without the support of our listening audience. And we want to be a light shining the gospel and proclaiming truth that will empower people to walk in purpose. Do not turn the dial. Do not uh, uh, disconnect from online because we're going to uh, be around for the next few minutes to take your prayer request. You can dial in. If you're calling in, call 410-761-1592. That's 410-761-1592 with your prayer request. And uh, we will be here to pray with you. If you want to pray the prayer of salvation, if you have a request uh, related to the message that we shared or any request at all, dial in. We want to hear from you. To everyone else, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week, the same time, same place. Until then, shine your light.